I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Welcome to episode 35 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your host, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And just before we kick off the episodes, you know the usual. Please make sure you hit us up on all the streaming platforms that we're on. We're on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, etc., etc. If you go onto our Instagram and our Twitter, there's a link there in the bios. And that takes you to the links for all the sites we're on. So please make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a good review, leave us a comment, etc., etc., etc. But um, yeah, without much further ado, episode thirty-five, a lot to unpack this this week, bro. Um, how are you doing, first and foremost? I'm doing good, bro. Doing mm-hmm. good. Yeah, nice little. It's gonna be a good episode. I can yeah. feel it already. Yeah, I can feel it already as well. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun episode. A lot to talk about. Yeah, let's 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 dive straight in. Um, obviously, we've we've seen the Queensbury Promotions card on the weekend, um, headlined by um, Denzel Bentley versus Felix Cash. Um, before we get there, I just want to mm. touch upon some of the fights in the undercard. Um, yeah. I'm gonna start with I sort of tuned in from the David Adelaide fight. Um, yeah. uh, he was fighting a, a Polish, a Polish guy, Kamil Sokolowski, I believe. You know, don't mind my, my our Polish fans. So sorry if the pronunciation's off there, but yeah, Kamil Sokolowski. It sounded legit to me. I thought you smashed it. Um, yeah, Kamil Sokolowski, David Lee. Um, he's they, they he he got the victory against a guy who. I guess stakes, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, supposed to beat comfortably. But having watched the fight, I hate to say it, but I feel like David Adelaide got gifted something on Saturday. Um, I, I'm not someone that's too familiar with David Adelaide. I haven't really watched his previous fights. I know that he's a boxer that's sort of highly rated, um, sort of up and coming, young heavyweight prospect, 24 years old. About six five, in shape, looks very powerful, etc. Um, so yeah, it, this was I guess the first time I was really taking a good look at him, and uh, I don't want to be harsh because he's a young fighter, up and coming fighter, but I really wasn't impressed with the performance against against the, this uh, Polish guy who, bit of a journeyman, um, but a guy who has fought, I guess at a higher level than, than David. And upset the apple cart before. I think he, apparently he's got like he's beaten six unbeaten fighters. Okay. So yeah, it was. I think it was sort of the case of leading up to this fight. People were saying, you know, I think the general consensus was, has this come too soon for David because he doesn't really have much of an amateur background, and obviously he's only five fights into his professional career. So yeah, there was that sort of question mark on whether it was too soon, but I think. The consensus was if this is if Adelaide is who we think he can be, he's got to be beating this guy um, quite comfortably. 
but it wasn't really comfortable at all. Um, to be honest, from from my from my point of view, I think he lost the fight. Um, Sokolovsky, even though he's a journeyman and you sort of expect him to sort of come over here and sort of what's the word? Be a you know sort of a rollover. He came to fight, and he believed he could win, and you can see that from the first bell. Yeah. Um, he was applying pressure to Adelaide. Adelaide was on the back foot, back foot for the majority of the fight, and yeah, that was just the general pattern. Um, Adelaide was on the back foot. Sokolovsky was applying a lot of pressure on him. Adelaide wasn't being authoritative with his jab. It was, it, it was, yeah, it wasn't. I went back and saw Adelaide's previous fights and saw his previous knockouts. Yeah, and obviously he's won all five of his fights previously by knockout easily, right? Okay. Yeah, easily, easily. But there was none of that in this fight. Like Adelaide was in the back foot throughout. The Polish opponent was applying pressure from the start to the end. Um, he had, Adelaide had his moments, but also he had these other moments where he looked raggedy, he looked loose, he looked wild. And yeah, I feel that, you know, at the end of it, I'm there thinking, I think he's lost this. But obviously he got gifted. I feel like he got gifted the decision by the judges. He won by mm. one point and he looked like a relieved man out there. He looked, <laughs> he looked, like, he looked like a relieved man. Yeah. Um, yeah. That fight was a big learning curve for him, I think. Big, I mean, big learning I, curve. I think the consensus online is everyone's agreeing with you. Everyone mm. feels like he lost. Um, I saw the highlights. I didn't watch the full fight. I saw the highlights. And yeah, the jab was non-existent, like you say. And he seems like he was trying to rush and get him out of there kind of thing rather than sticking to the basics. Um, but he's, he's being fast-tracked. I mean, I, I, I've seen this guy's resume. He, He's been beaten by all the up-and-coming British guys. Yeah. Dylan White stopped him. Mm-hmm. Nathan Gorman's beating him. He's, been, he's, been, he's one of those guys who gets passed around. So if David Adelaide is struggling, it's, it's, yeah, he's it's got a lot a, of learning to do. Yeah, <laughs> I was, it's not a good look, but at the same time, I, I'm going to take into account the fact that Adelaide is super green. Yeah. Super. Like I said, not much amateur background and only five fights into his pressure. When... Do you know when White and Corbin fought him as in terms of when, what stage they were at in their career? Um, I'm, it was early on, all early, early on. on. Five yeah, fights early on, do you reckon? I can't, let me check. Nah, I, I don't think it's that soon. Yeah. So I, I do think um, it is soon. I'm not, maybe Gorman, maybe Gorman's was soon. I don't think Dylan, because Dylan White was, was super raw as well. I, yeah. I think Gorman's might have been soon because Gorman's still up and coming, really. Um, let me check now quickly just briefly Um, White fought him when okay White fought him in his 12th fight okay so that sort of already gives you sort of a measuring stick Um, Gorman fought him in his 4th fight to be fair okay so Gorman had him super early to be fair but I know that Gorman had some form of amateur background so Mm. it kind of makes sense um there has been sort of speaking of there has been needle between Adelaide and Gorman, and I think Adelaide's yeah. been calling out Gorman. And I'm sorry, David, you're not ready for for Nathan yet. That's just that's just obviously just judging off that viewing, sort of where Gorman is in his career and who where you know the level he's fought at. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's far too soon. Um, Adelaide, mm-hmm. I mean, still has got a lot of learning to do. Um, yeah, he's 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 still got a lot of learning to do. Um, like I said, the jab wasn't there. And 
he was just going for, I guess, the power shot, trying to land that big shot. He wasn't trying to set up his work. And yeah. as we know, we know set up your work is key to any fight. And yeah, he, he looked a bit messy out there. It wasn't a good performance. I saw his interview afterwards. Um, and he was like, say, yeah, he won the fight comfortably. Mm. And I think it might have been on IFL or one of these channels. And the guy told him, I'll be honest, the online response is that you lost, like, send it to him. And he said, what's your response? And he, <laughs> he was obviously bullish and saying, yeah, these people are judges. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion. They're not qualified to speak, mm. which I felt was maybe the wrong response. But he did give the response that he's willing to run it back, which I liked. Mm. He was like, yeah, if people, I'm happy to take that fight again and we can, I won't stop him this time. And you know is, what? I think, I almost think that running it back is a good thing. Yes. Yeah. You learn from these kind of fights. Such a young, mm-hmm. young fighter, such a young and experienced fighter, you do learn from these kind of things. And he will definitely fight the second fight completely different to the first fight. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I actually do think, yeah, I think running it back is actually a really, really good idea. And I'm sure if he was to run it back, we'll see a completely different fighter, different kind of performance. Um, but yeah, the key thing is, yeah, okay, the performance was bad. And yes, in my eyes, and probably the majority of people's eyes, you will give to the you got give to the decision from the judges. But the, the main is, you know, as long as you get some takeaways from it and you learn, that's all we can ask for. Yeah. So, you know, r- you know, ride with it, ride, ride with the gift, take the gift. It's a nice little gift, hold that and learn from it. That's that's all I would say for me, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but yeah, let's 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 move on to another fight on the undercard. The return of Callum Johnson. The one. The one, as they call him. Did you catch that one? Yeah. First I did. of all. Um first of all, it's good to have Callum back. Really is good to have Callum back. Yeah. Second of all, my gosh, is he powerful? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. That, 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 that was a great fight. I really enjoyed that fight. From the first round, bro. Bro. <laughs> that the first round. <laughs> they just went the street. <laughs> Let's get to it. I'm there thinking, yeah, there's going to be a fear in that process. You know, you know, obviously he's rusty. We'll take his time into it. Kendra said, nah, we're, we're, I'm on swinging now. We're, we're, we're going to swing straight away. And what, what made it even good, what well, made it even better as well, his opponent, oh, I've forgotten his name. Um, oh, I can't, I can't, name is escaping me. I was saying uh, Markic. Is it Markic? Markic, yes, Markic. Yeah. He was he was willing as well. He was willing to scrap as well. And that first fight, that first round had it all, bro. Um, Callum Johnson started like a train, banging away, banging away. Yep. But whilst he's banging away, you're noticing that this guy's open as well. Like he's mm-hmm. open to being hit. And I think it was only so much Markic could take. And he thought, are you mad? <laughs> and then Markic sort of then sort of tr- traded back and he caught Callum Johnson with a wonderful shot. Yep. Big, big shot. Callum Johnson was hurt. He definitely was buzzing hurt. Yeah. And then that swung the tide in Markic's favour towards the end of the round. I'd still say the first round was Callum Johnson's because he was doing the most of the banging, but Markic caught him. And you're there thinking, yeah, we really have a fight on our hands. Both fighters literally came in together, close quarters, and were exchanging powerful, vicious shots, especially from Johnson. Like, with Johnson, we've always talked about his power, but you can really tell that this guy is powerful. Like, he's so heavy-handed. You feel it. You can hear it. 
Yeah. Um, so Bad yeah, intentions with every punch. Every punch. Like, every punch he swings to knock his guy out. And, yeah, so that first round was, was, was immense, man. Um, both fighters got hurt and both fighters landed great bombs. And, yeah, it was just furious pace. Did you leave the knockdown? Sorry? You know it was a knockdown? Yeah. The, wait, wait. Oh, Callum <laughs> Johnson was knocked down it. Yeah, it was a knockdown. Yeah, they didn't. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did, the, the, the ref ignored it. The commentators ignored it. Yeah. My man's knee touched the canvas. There was a yeah. knockdown. Not that it makes any difference to the outcome, yeah. but it was just something I noticed that that's a, it was his knee touched the canvas. Yeah. He got up, he recovered well. I think he started out so well and so yeah. quickly that you didn't even, at first, you wouldn't even notice it was a knockdown, but yeah, you're definitely right. It, yeah. well, he, did, he did touch the canvas. Mm. It's, um, it's telling that the commentators they saw the replays and they, they still end it. They're like, oh, yeah, it was close to t- my man touched the canvas. But... Oh, that is so funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've now gone into what, round two now, and mm. it's Karen Johnson's done the same. Like, I'm there. For, remember, it's so funny because after the first round, you can hear Karen Johnson's corner saying, "Remember, it's a twelve round fight or ten no ten round fight." <laughs> And Cam Jones is like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so they're even telling him to slow down because the way he's going ham is, is nuts. Mm. Um, even from the first round, Markic was really visibly marked in his eye and Colin Johnson's nose was bust. Yeah. So like, so like they were both, yeah, so the pace was mad. So the corner of Carmen said, slow down, it's a 10-round fight. Second round starts now. Kyle Johnson's on the same thing. I'm there thinking, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> he needs yeah. to relax. But this time, Kyle Johnson made, made Markic pay. And yeah, once again, he started with furious pace, banging into the body, banging into the head. Still super open, still being caught. But obviously, the power difference is, you can just tell the, the power difference is kind of mad. Yeah. And Kyle Johnson has got him against the corner and he's just pounding away. Pounding, 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 pounding. Markage isn't throwing really, he isn't really throwing back. And obviously, you keep getting pounded, eventually, you're going to get through and it's going to hurt you. And it was literally just a war of attrition where Crown Johnson was pounding, 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 and Markage couldn't take any more. And that was all she wrote, literally. Um, the ref jumped in, saved Markage, which was fair because he wasn't throwing anything back, he was hurt. And yeah, Karen Johnson is back. <laughs> what, what what can we say? Yeah, um, I think I said to you, I believe he's the hardest hitting British light heavy. Yep, um, I, I agree with you there. Um, I would say either him or Anthony Yard probably. Probably I'd say Yard's I, a close seconds. Yeah, I was going to say I probably lean towards Johnson. I think Johnson to me is probably harder, more harder hit than the Yard, for sure. Um, he, he's dangerous. Karen Johnson is very very dangerous. And yeah. he's also what well, I like. I like watching his fight because his fights are super exciting. Because, as we said in this fight, he's super open. Um, he, his defense isn't the best, and he can get hit. We saw that with Baturbiev, where he dropped Baturbiev, and then shortly afterwards, he himself then got dropped. Um, was he, it Baturbiev dropped him first? Then he dropped Baturbiev. Then Baturbiev dropped him again. Was it? I, was it I, I thought it was he dropped Baturbiev first, and then you you might be right to be fair, but I I, I remember I remember him definitely dropping Baturbiev and then Baturbiev yeah. finished him off. But um, yeah, he can be hit, 
and he is there to be he is pretty open but the power he brings to the table <laughs> it's almost like he's willing to take he's willing to take bangs to land his own um and that's why his fights are super exciting you're going to see some you're going to see someone drops you can see either he get either he gets touched or he touches his opponents nastily so yeah man he's he's a real fun fighter to watch yeah. and like we said, he's been out for two years, so it's really, really good to have him back in the fold. Um, he said in his post-fight interview afterwards that, yeah, you know, he was super anxious, I guess, because he's been out for two years. He's been itching to, he's been itching to get back to work, etc. So he knows that he's, he knew he was rushing things, but I guess once that adrenaline hits, you, you just you sort of lose yourself. And... Um, it's so funny because he, he seems like a proper nice guy outside of the ring. But as soon as that bell goes, <laughs> he turns into a beast. <laughs> like, it's mad, the difference. But, um, sorry, yeah, go on. I say, he's a, yeah, he's a demon when that, when that bell goes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a strange one. I, you think he'd go in there wanting to get a few rounds under his belt, get back mm. into the swing of things. Nope. He said, that. <laughs> nope. But I think that's all he knows. Yeah. All, all he knows is bang out. <laughs> but that's... He's got one. He's got one setting, and that's just go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he knows. But overall, I think it's, it's really good to have him back because I said it before, man. I think you said it as well. The domestic light heavy scene is brilliant. Mm. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, so many names to pick out from: Shaqan Peters, Craig Richards, Anthony Yard, Lyndon Arthur, Callum Johnson, Joshua Boatsy. Boy, like. Just a wonderful, wonderful scene. Obviously, Lyndon Arthur was in the studio calling, calling the fights on Saturday. So, of course, they asked questions between both of them. Johnson and Arthur, do you want to take that fight, etc.? They both more or less said, you know, they're doing their own thing. Obviously, if the fight comes around, it comes around, but they're not really calling each other out and stuff. Yeah. Lyndon went off, obviously, afterwards, they questioned Lyndon a bit more and said, do you think you're the best or whatever? Lyndon was like, yes, I don't think anyone in the domestic scene can touch me, etc. Lyndon did question his defence. He did say that, you know, it's good performance, but his defence wasn't up to par. But obviously, Johnson has his style and defence is not his style. Like, he's a full-on offence kind of guy. So, that's him. Um, Lyndon reckons that Yard versus Johnson would be a great fight to make. Um, yes. I agree. <laughs> Someone's getting knocked out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> two, two, two absolute heavy hitters, heavy handed, light heavies. Wonderful fight to make. Um, but I think overall, I'm just happy that Johnson is back in the fold because, like you said, it's been two years. I almost sort of look at him as sort of the forgotten man of a division domestically. Um, so yeah, it's good to have him about. Um, where do you sort of, if I was asking you, where, where, where do you sort of rank him in terms of domestically? The best light heavies, like what, what? What would you put him? Um, it's easy to say he's number one right now. He's like if they all go in the ring right now, it's you could probably say he he's at the top because Alan Johnson, yeah, yeah, he's okay. faced the better position. Mm. But would I put him at the top? Me personally, I think Joshua Buetzi. When it's when the dust settles, yeah, he will have the best career. I um, think so as well. Yeah, and when they do, if they do eventually fight. It'll come at a time where Wetsy will be able to beat him. Mm. Right, right now, I'll probably still lean towards Wetsy slightly, but yeah. 
it's a risk that is not worth taking for Buanzi. Mm. But yeah, if anyone says Callum Johnson is the best right now, it would be difficult to argue against because he's the hardest hitting for me easily. Yep. The more experienced. Yep. And he's faced a better level of position. Mm. So, um, yeah. It's, it's tough though, isn't it? It's a really good scene. Um, yeah. I feel like in my in my head, I'm there thinking in my heart, I feel like Boatsy, I agree with you in terms of Boatsy having the best career and stuff. But it's hard, yeah, it's very hard to argue against the fact that Boatsy hasn't faced the level of opposition that Johnson has. Mm. He hasn't faced the level of opposition that Anthony Yard has, if we're being honest, in terms of obviously yeah. Yard got the Kobe under his belt. Um, and soon to be Craig Richards, <laughs> he wouldn't have faced yeah. the level. I mean, so obviously we'll talk about that later. So it's um it's tough to when we're gauging where Biatzi Boatzi is, but like you know, we said this last week, right? Oh, the week before. You know, oh yeah, we said it when we spoke about Ennis. You yeah. know when you see quality, you just know yeah. it. Doesn't matter who they're facing, you just know. Yeah, like, when you see Boatzi, I can just see it, bro. I can see it. So that's why I think I you know I can just place Boatzi there, even though he hasn't fought at world level yet, as opposed to some of his peers. Um, but yeah, I feel like we're definitely going to see some more domestic matchups between these guys, mm. um, 100%. And I feel like once once these Russians go away, the UK could be running this like heavy scene, man, for real. Like, they really can. And yeah. it's interesting because obviously, Cam Johnson won the WBO, um, belt, the WBO global belt or whatever, so he's going the WBO route. I think Arthur's highly ranks in the WO as well. So Joe Smith Jr., he, he's, he's got some Brits coming at him. He's got some Brits yeah. coming at him soon. And he's beatable. He's probably the most beatable of the champions, I would say. So, yeah. Yeah, if I'm... Yeah, yeah, he is. I'm looking at... The, yeah, yeah, he is, he is. Because the other champions are a bit more imperturbative, isn't it? So, yep. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's definitely the most beatable, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I think soon come, we're going to have a British light-heavy champion especially with WBO, first of all, anyways. Mm. But this is like the lightweight scene to me. I just want to see all these guys mix up. Um, Domestically, yeah. It would be sick, yeah, it? We've seen Lyndon Arthur and Yard mix it in. They might mm. have a rematch. We've seen Shaq yep. and Peters and Craig, Craig Richards. Yep. Brilliant fight that was as well. Yep. Um, yeah, hopefully Boatsy can get in there with some of these guys. Yep. Like you say, he's he's not faced a level of opposition yet um, mm. that these guys have. But... Um, I think we'll see. None of these guys are ducking each other. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely see it at some point. I'm sure. For sure. For sure. Um, let's touch on the main event. Um, Denzel Bentley versus Phoenix Cash. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't want to say a surprising result because I, ha- I thought Phoenix Cash would win, but I thought it would be a UD. <laughs> yeah. But we've seen Denzel Bentley, I mean, Felix Cash stop Denzel Bentley in the third round. Um, first of all, yeah, coming into the fight, what were you expecting? Um, I, I I was backing Felix Cash to win if I had yeah. to pick a winner. It was a close fight. Um, yeah, it could have gone either way, but I just felt, from what I've seen of Felix Cash and Denzel Bentley, um, I was leaning towards Cash. Mm. I've seen... The, the Heffron fight is was t- the first one with Denzel Bentley and Heffron. That's probably best win, yeah. Heffron, yeah. Yeah, that's his best win. And that was that was a close fight. The first one, I thought Heffron won. Just 
just because I was I was frustrated with how um, Bentley was moving. Like I felt like he was allowing Heffron to get get closer to him when he could have avoided yeah. some of the shots he was giving away. Um, yeah. You don't just bend with your your feet and your reflexes. You keep mm. your guard up. There's a lot of shots he was taking that he didn't need to take. He was trying to be slick in there at times, and mm. I think that's his his weakness. And I, I guess I guess that's what we saw in the catch fight. Yeah. Like, um, it's a good thing you mentioned all that because, yeah, obviously, well, actually, let me, let's quickly go over the fight. Um, yeah. First round now, we've seen Cash get to Bentley and he's actually, he's hurt him and staggered him. Um, early on as well. Early on, caught him with a good shot. When he caught him with that shot, I'm there thinking, no, this can't be, because Cash then went for broke kind of. He went, he would put pressure on him and went in. Yeah. I'm there thinking, no, surely not. Surely not. No way. There's no way it's going to end in first. No way. Um, Bentley recovered, but obviously it was a clear, you know, um, round for cash in the books. Um, but yeah, he's caught up a good shot. And for, I guess for the bulk of a round, obviously, for the majority of the round, obviously, Bentley was on the back foot and cash was the one applying pressure, cutting off the ring smartly and just timing Bentley really, really well. And so Bentley looked out of, out of sorts in that first round. He didn't have any success, really. He was trying to use his movement and whatnot. It wasn't really working too tough. And Cash was sort of having his way. Second round now, slightly better for Bentley. He started to get his movement going. Um, he's, he does have pretty decent movement, good footwork, I would say. I'd say his footwork is quite good. Yeah. Um, he's then started sort of to flick out his jab a bit more, sort of jab and move, box and move kind of thing. And he did have a lot more success in the second round compared to the first. But Cash, same game plan, really. Cut off the ring, cut off the ring intelligently. Time Bentley really well. Um, I might have... The second round was super close. I might, it might have been a 10-10 round for me. I might, yeah. have just, I might have just given it to Bentley, I think. I can't remember, but it was, it was a very, very close round. Um, but yeah, better round for Bentley. Um, but... Yeah, one thing I noticed was for, for, for the first two rounds, I'm noticing that Bentley, if you're watching it from naked eyes, right, Bentley kind of looks the slicker, oper- more slick operator compared yeah. to Cash in terms of he, w- he was trying to do the, you know, hands down, reflex kind of thing, um, trying to shoulder roll with the punches. Um, yeah, trying to do sort of all that fast twitch fiber sort of thing. Mm. But to me, Cash was fundamentally, technically a better boxer. The fundamentals yeah. were there. The jab was good. The timing was excellent. The footwork was fine. The, he was cut off the ring really, really well. So, um, yeah, it's just... And I think one thing I was noticing as well, that Bentley's hands were low throughout all the fight, right? And he kept getting caught. Yep. And he kept getting caught. And... My issue is that if if you can do it, if you can do it, do it. That's I'm, when I say if you can, I'm talking about like the you know the reflex sort of Roy Jones sort of switch fibers, shoulder roll kind of yeah. thing. But if you're getting touched, I've said it before. Uh, <laughs> I've said it before, Josh. I've said it with quite a few fighters. If if we can see you're clearly getting touched, go back to the basics, please, and put your hands up. <laughs> yeah, it, bro, it's, isn't it a no brainer? It's a no brainer to me. 
I just, I'm sure it's is it a no brand to you. It's a no brand to me. That's what I, that's what I want to see. <laughs> Put your hands up, bro. Defend your hands first. Mm. <laughs> like it's it's so easy. It's it's the same thing with the, with the Mark Hefford fight. I thought as well. Like yeah, obviously he got his get back. It was a draw the first fight. I mm. thought I thought he lost. A lot of people thought he won, but I thought he lost basically because that was annoying me. I felt like that was all preventable. Put your hands up, and and you win that fight. Yeah. Um, and this fight again, like you're doing it, if it's not working, put, def- don't just defend with your f- with your feet and your reflexes. Are put you really- your hands up and move your feet quicker. Yeah, that's that's when you're looking at uh, Felix Cash. Yeah. He's doing everything right by inches. His yeah. footwork inch perfect. I yeah. mean, he's he's not getting out of range massively like um, Bentley would do. Bentley, when he's avoiding shots, he'll get right out of range. Mm. Or he'll still he'll stay in range. Yep. Cash is getting right out of range, just in the perfect time, and then timely Ac- shots perfectly. Yeah, accurately, everything's like inch. You're like, yeah, fundamentally sound. Yeah, just just basic, like it's nothing's over overboard. Yeah, nothing's exaggerated. Everything's yep. just the timing's right. And I'm looking at it as like, yep, he's getting out of the shots with his head movement. He's he's changing his levels when he, he's he's making himself difficult to hit. He's changing mm. levels. He's moving his head. He's doing the right things. He's getting caught as well, but mm. then he has his guard up at the same time as well. So he's, he's preventing a lot of the damage that's been dealt out to him. So mm. he's doing the right things and it told in the end. Yeah, because I third mean, round now, we've seen how it went down. Bentley, unfortunately, against the ropes, hands down, has been caught with a vicious shot. Dirty shot. Straight away, visibly stunned, like gone. And then Cash has then landed five more bombs. And the referees jumped in. And that was all she wrote. Literally, got caught with your hands down and they came and bit you in the ass. Um, there was a question mark over whether the stoppage was too soon from the ref. Mm. He jumped in for only five shots. At first, I was thinking, oh, that might be too soon. And Bentley was protesting. He was saying that it was too soon. I then went and watched the replay. And I think that was a really, really good stoppage by the ref. The ref did a fantastic job with that one. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on stoppage? Do you think it was too um, too soon or not? Yeah, I mean, watching it first time, I was like, oh, the ref jumped in quick there. Um, but then, like you say, the replay, he was out on his feet. Really, truly. He was the first shot, then the second shot, third shot, he was out. Five um, big shots as well, like yeah. big shots. I, the first five, shot. I think there were five right hands, left hands or whatever. Like if he then switched up for the right hook as what well, like it could it could be yeah. really bad. He was gone. In, in those situations, I like to say, oh, maybe the ref should come in, give a count, have a look at the guy's eyes, see where he's at. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. We've we've talked about this before. You know, the guy was out on his feet. Maybe, even if he beat the count there, it's likely he would have ended up spoiled on the canvas after that. Because yeah. But watching it, watching it in the first the first watching. It looked like the ref jumped in quick and I would have liked to have seen a standing count or something, but I think the ref made the right decision. It's hard to argue. Yeah, yeah. Fully agree with the stoppage there. I think that was a good job by the ref. And Felix Cash, big, big win. Big, big win. Now he's the British and Commonwealth champion. So he's got two of the sort of... I like to think there's like a sort of triple crown in terms of before you go off to world level. So I think for a domestic fight, you say the British... Get the Commonwealth, then change for the European. So he's got two of the three right now. 
Yeah. After which, obviously, he said he's going to, yeah, he now wants the European title before he then tries to pursue world opportunities. But yeah, I mean, that was a, a battle of the undefeateds, and he keeps his own and he moves on, um, on, to, on to sort of bigger and better. And I think for Denzel Bentley's sake, I don't think he's finished. Like, obviously, he's still young, he's only 26, Bentley, I think. Yeah. Um, tough loss, but he can definitely bounce back. And I, I do think there is something in there in Bentley, I think. He has got skills. He's a decent boxer for sure. Yeah, explosive, um, quick, quick. Yeah, awkward as well. He's quite, he's mm. quite, he's quite unorthodox and ungainly. And he, yeah, I can see why you know, he'd be considered like a tricky fighter and whatnot. And I definitely do see ability in there. I just think, he's, yeah, this is a sort of back to the drawing board. Work on a few things. Put your hands up first and foremost. <laughs> um, but I definitely would like to see him come again. I think he will come again. I don't think that's the end of Denzel Bentley. Um, hopefully, he takes the doesn't take the loss too hard, and he's able to sort of learn from this and come back. We've said it before on this pod: having an L, taking an L, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's literally how you bounce back. That's that's it. And taking the loss early on is fine. It really is. He's only twenty six. He's got a long way to go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on Denzel Bentley to see how far he goes. And yeah, well done to Felix Cash. That's a massive win. Massive, yeah, massive win for him. And there was, there was there's a needle between the two. They know each other quite well. There's been needle as well, etc. So, um, yeah, I'm yeah, sure he's I'm sure. sparring rumors and all that. Yeah, as, you, as, you, per. You, as per, you know how the sparring rumors go. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. Um, just briefly, last week we sort of spoke about Anthony Yard behind this card, mm. and um, yeah, obviously as we haven't spoke about Yard. <laughs> Sort of says it all that you know his fight didn't go down. Um, do you just want to briefly you know just tell listeners um terms terms of what why he was why he didn't fight on the card anymore? Yeah, um the, the details are a bit foggy. I believe he has an abscess on his tooth or something. So he had to have his tooth removed and had to have a denture replaced. So yeah, that's why he couldn't fight as such. Um it was during fight week. He had to have his tooth removed and then replaced. And apparently, that process is a, that absence on your teeth is painful or whatever. Like I've never had one. I don't really know, but I hear it's painful and whatnot. Mm. So yeah, that's that's why he couldn't fight. And the fight is being postponed, I believe. So he will eventually fight his opponent yeah. at a later date. Um, so let's not say cancelled. The fight was just postponed. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And. Um... Regarding Yard as well, since we're on him, um, there's been, I guess, sort of some news in terms of what's going on in his camp. Yeah. If you if remember um, a couple of weeks ago now, or maybe even last year, after his loss to Lyndon Arthur, he tweeted, remember that cryptic tweet about, that cryptic tweet about him making some changes? Yeah. And, and he done a full interview about it as well. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yes. I remember we speculated about what could, you know, what we'd like to see happen in terms of changes for Yard going forward, um, what changes he can make to his camp, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I guess there has been a bit of a change, sort of. So, correct me if I'm wrong here, Tunde is still staying as head trainer. Yes. Cool. And obviously, um, the other, his other trainer is also still there. Is it Ade? Ade? Is it Ade? Yeah, Ade. Yeah. He's, yeah. So, they're still, they're still about... But there has been an addition to the camp. Um, I forgot his name. James Cook. Um, James Cook. 
Thank James you. Cook, former British and European champion, I believe. Yeah. So James Cook is now coming in as an additional trainer. Let's say a third trainer now. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, I think this is a good move. I don't know too much about James Cook myself in terms of his training, in terms of who he's trained and whatnot. Mm. Um, but the fact that he's an ex-boxer, that can always be a massive help, I think. Because yeah. to my knowledge, Tunde and Ade don't have any actual real life, real life box in terms of being ex-boxers themselves. They're not. So Cook can at least can offer that actual boxing perspective into his camp, which is really good, I think, and pretty invaluable, especially if you don't have that at the moment. So yeah, you know, I, I, I like this move. I do like this move. Yeah. I mean, we touched on it last episode as well. We said, yeah. um, we both we, we both said for a while that, yeah, maybe keep the cap the same, just bring in an extra pair of eyes. Yeah, my preference would have been to uh, maybe Tunde move to more of like a managerial sort of slot. And yeah. Bring in another. But the, my, the bottom line is, we both said we want Tunde around still. Like, yeah. We didn't say, yeah, we don't want him gone. The bottom line is keep Tunde regardless. So fair enough if he's kept him as a head coach, but at least bring in another, yeah, we said the alternative will be if you want to keep Tunde there as head coach, cool. Or bring in another pair of eyes. And that's what we've seen. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I just, uh, I hope they have the humility to listen mm. when big, the time big, comes. Big thing. Yeah. Because you don't want someone to come in and they're being ignored. You're not taking them seriously. Mm. Um, and I hope James Cook ain't a yes man as well. Um, he's just agreeing with everything. I hope yeah. he's coming in and bringing sound advice. Um, and I believe he will. Um, I'm not too clued up on his training career or his, his coaching career. Yeah, same. Um, I know he's he's a community leader in Peckham with all this mm. youth youth in gang crime. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's 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 see let's see these changes in actions. It's, it is a change, and it could be a big change. It could be yeah. what's needed. Um, and I'm sure they've all made changes individually in themselves, like reviewing their performances and what needs to change from their side. So, yeah, this could be the rebirth of anti Yards that we're witnessing. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it takes. But overall, good move. Good move overall. Yeah. Cool. Time will tell. Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. We'll see. We'll see how he looks in his next fight and how the setup is in the corner and whatnot. And, um, yeah, we'll go from there, I guess. Um, Cool. So let's move on to what I'm really looking forward to. I've been really looking forward to this. The preview for Matthews made the first card. Probably yeah. one of the best probably one of the best cards I've seen in ages. <laughs> I won't lie to you. <laughs> What's on the card? Remind me. Remind me. Let's go for it. We said this card is stacked. Fab. We've got Chris Eubank Jr. versus Marcus Morrison. Okay, yeah. We've got Dimitri Bibble versus Craig Richards. Gok, that's a great fight. We've got Katie Taylor versus Tasha Jonas. That's a fight I've been wanting to see. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the main event for me. <laughs> and then the main event, Derek Chisora versus Joseph Parker. It's a good fight. What a card that is, bro. That card yeah. is stacked, man. So let's take it from the bottom to the top. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Um, the return of Chris Eubank Jr. <laughs> CJ. <laughs> or G- they just call him Junior, don't they? They, they, they just call him Junior. Junior. Return of Junior. Um, I, I, I think I've made it no secret 
on this pod of my sort of, I don't say disdain for Chris Eubank Jr., but just my overall dislike for him. Or I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got to keep the same energy. I've got to keep the same energy. Um, but it's good to have him back. Yeah. I fought for a while. He's sort of been in that limbo stage. Obviously, we were signed to PBC. And he was in a limbo in terms of who was going to fight, when he was going to get a fight. Obviously, broke off from PBC, signed to Team Sauland. So now he's now back on European shores. So, yeah, good to have him back. Good to have him back fighting again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about his opponent. I really don't. Are you familiar with Marcus Morrison? Uh, I think we said this before. I don't have a clue yeah, who my man still, is. Yeah, I still have no idea who he is. So, um, But I will say this. Chris Eubank Jr., obviously his last fight was against Korobov. Remember, that ended in two rounds because Korobov got injured. Yeah, yeah. But that first round, he lost. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put it that way. That first round, he lost. I'll I, I keep saying this. That he lost that first round comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I don't really know what to expect from Chris. I don't really know what I'm expected to see. I won't lie. What about you? What you? When was that Korobov fight again? That was 2019 or when? It might be end of 2019. I think it was. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say. I, I, I expect him to win. Yeah, I, I probably expect. Win. I expect I, a stoppage. Performance-wise, I just, I just don't know. Um, oh wait, it's, it's, wait, pause. You know, his training is very. He's, he's, he's being trained by Roy Jones now. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I was what, like, fully trained. I, I know he's in the corner. I didn't know. What the setup was, I, 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 I think they talk the way they're speaking is as if he's, he's, he's fully trained now by Roy Jones. That's interesting. At least he has a trainer. <laughs> this is guy <laughs> who didn't have a trainer for the large majority of his career. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fair, that's a good. At least he's got a trainer, and <laughs> seeing Roy Jones in the corner would be great. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> that's what I say. You know, you know Roy Jones. You know what he's like. Seeing him in the corner would be hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that part. But in terms of the actual fight itself, because of the fact that I don't really know this Marcus Morrison guy and just the way Junior's, he is, you sort of don't know what you're going to get with him. Um, I, because he's got a trainer now, because I, I think Junior's had the same issues from day dot. Um, he doesn't set up his work with a jab or anything. He can be a bit wild. Um, he's aggressive, but he doesn't know how to set up his work properly. He doesn't cut off the ring intelligently. Um, yeah, all these things, all these issues he's had from day dot, really. Um, hopefully, we, you know, ha- him having a trainer in his corner rectifies some of that issues. You know, I, I want to see a jab from him. I really do. I want to see a jab. I want to see a working jab. I want to see him setting up his work and not doing his usual bum rush, rushing, swing kind of thing we know he's yeah. athletic we know he's quick you know he's fairly powerful but let's see some fundamentals bro that's the, you know so if I see that from him I'll be quite happy I just don't know if you're going to get that for Roy Jones being in your corner <laughs> well the thing is Roy Jones knows he's boxing he's, as I say, he's a boxing man through and through yeah, bro. he's a boxing head a real boxing head and yeah. he's still my, probably my favourite fighter of all time yeah uh, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see how the dynamic works. Um, yeah. 
and see if this is a new and improved. That's the thing, Chris Eubank Junior. <laughs> Eubank is stubborn and hard-headed. We listen. Yeah, I hope he listens. I mean, if if you're going to listen to anyone, it's going to be Roy Jones, surely. Yeah, I hope so. Anyway. Mm. I hope so because he's vocal about fighting big names and always he big... has been from day one yeah he's always vocal about that so hopefully he, he has a good performance yeah on Saturday and then we see a big fight with, with him yeah yeah because I, I, I felt like he had potential because he, he doesn't lack heart at all um, and he doesn't like hard work you, you see that in the ring you, you see that he always keeps himself, he lives a lifestyle, keeps himself in shape yeah. all the time, trains like a demon. Um, he's athletic, he's quick, he has got speed mm-hmm. to him, you know, he's yeah, he's athletic. Um, it's just with him, the, the boxing and fundamentals were always lacking, kind of thing. Yeah. If you compare it to a Billy Joe, for example, obviously they're you know, they've been rivals for a long time. Billy Joe doesn't even a Billy Joe if we're looking in terms of like athleticism and shape, Billy Jones doesn't look great, right? Yeah, you can see box potent, you know, from, from a technical perspective, Billy Jones is amazing boxer, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing boxer, and that's the difference in him and Eubank. Eubank might have the physical gifts, but the technical gifts he, he he sort of lacked, I think, throughout his career. Um, so yeah, hopefully, you know, we see an improvement in that, on that part, hopefully, yeah, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm just going into there. I'm not going into with big expectations or low expectations. I just don't know. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's been two years and the last time we saw him out, it ended super prematurely. So we weren't really able to gauge in terms of where he's at. So um, It's a tune-up. It's a tune-up fight. Yeah. Let's, let's play that way. Uh, yeah. Let's call it a spade a spade. <laughs> we know what the majority, you know, the public probably want him to lose though. <laughs> he's not He's not the most warlike fighter, let's be real. And fair. I think it's fair. <laughs> I don't think he's done much promo for this fight himself. I don't think. Yeah. Well, it's fight week now, so we'll see. We'll see in the coming week. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's move on to my personal pick of the fights. The fight that I'm super excited to see. I'm probably the most, this is the fight I'm most excited to see on the card personally for me. Yeah. Dimitri Bibol versus Craig Richards. What a fight, man. Oh. I'm, first of all, I'm, I think I've said it before. I'm super happy for Craig. Super, super happy for Craig. I'm super impressed, man. I'm, 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 he's taking this fight. He doesn't need to take this fight. He's taking this fight. Obviously, he wants his world title shot. Well, he's earned his shot. And yeah, he, you know, he's, got, he's going for it. <sighs> there to be great. He's daring to be great for sure. I just think, unfortunately, it's too soon for Craig. And I think Bivol's going to have too much for him. Mm. That's, not, that's not a knock towards Craig that's just the level Bivol's at and how good Bivol is and Bivol is really really good yeah it's, it's a good opportunity for both fighters I mean yeah. Bivol make a bit of a name in the UK scene mm-hmm. I think I think you're, you're going to get a, a good performance from Craig I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to embarrass himself or not do himself proud. I think he will do himself justice in there. Um, yeah. Like, I, I think you've said before that Craig Richards, he's improving every fight. Every fight, yeah. He's been improving every fight and he steps up to the level. Mm. When, he, when he has time to prepare, when he's focused, he steps up. Um, we can see the best Craig Richards yet. 
Is that enough though? <laughs> I'm not sure. That's my thing. I think we'll see the best Craig Richards, but I just feel yeah. like it, it feels because I'm a Craig. Obviously, I've made I've made it no secret. I'm a big Craig Richards fan, and I really do like him. And I backed him against Shakan. He did it. Um, as I said, he's improving with every fight. I just feel like this gap, the skill gap, is just a bit too much to overcome right now. Um, that and that's that's no knock towards Craig. Like I said, big big fan. Um, it's just more of level. I, I rate Bivol and where Bivol's at. I just feel like it's too much. Bivol's yeah. Bivol's big, strong. You know, he's got he's got the amateur pedigree, technically really really sound. Um. Yeah, in just in all areas, I just can't look past Dimitri Bivol. I just, I just can't. I really can't. But yeah, super impressed that Craig is going for this. And you, yeah. you know, you fight what's in front of you, right? You know, as you said, there to be great. <laughs> if it's there for you, why not go for it? It's just yeah, it's a huge step up. So it's hard to gauge when you're, you're, you're making you're making such a jump up, bro. Cause... From Pitters to Bivol, that's a crazy step up. Yeah. That's what fair I was surprised. I was, yeah, no, all, all the fair plays to him, bro. But when the fight was made initially, I was I was even surprised. I was like, wait, what? Is this not too soon? <laughs> <laughs> he was on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm guessing the fight was up. Like, obviously, I don't know who, if, yeah, the fight would just would have been offered to him. Similar to how Yard got like, landed the cover of their fight, it was offered, and they thought, yeah, Bunny, let's take it. Was Yard not mandatory for that fight? I, I think Yard was, yeah, Yard was oh, mandatory, you know? Yard was, was, okay, do you know if Richard you know was mandatory? Nah, I think he's just taking this one. He's yeah, just like, he's yeah, offered, yeah, yeah offered it to him and, yeah, yeah. He's it's, it's, it's a huge Which is brilliant to see. Yeah, bro, but he, he's this like... generation that. of book, boxers where they... Bro, he's like that. He's always believed in this source and who are we to tell him that he can't do it? Yeah. Um. Obviously, what this what we're doing now is pure speculation, right? We're just obviously speculating corner as fans weighing up the options and whatnot. But, yeah, so all the credit to him, man. All the, and I'll be overjoyed if he can do it. But It'll be amazing. Bro. And he has a chance. He, he does he have is, a chance. Yeah. No, I'll be super gassed. But we're here calling these fights from a boxing perspective, obviously, as boxing fans and boxing aficionados, you know, as we can say, I'm just weighing up the tail of the tape and whatnot. And to me, Bivol... It's just everything leans towards Dimitri Bivol. He's a classy, classy op- operator in there. And um, I think UK fans are going to see him. Obviously, it's his first time fighting in the UK, so they're going to see what he's about. So, um, yeah. But I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a cracker of a fight, you know. I really do. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you reckon in terms of how this, the decision is going to go? Bivol UD or KO? Or do, what, do you, what do you reckon? Um. Mm. I think it'll be Bivol UD, but I can see maybe Bivol getting him out of there late. Mm. Late. Um, just dragging him to the deep end. Um, maybe Richard's trying to go for growth at some point or just being too outskilled in there where it's like he's, he's taking too many punches after a while and maybe being stopped late. After a great showing, though, I don't think he's just going to get beaten up. I think he was going to give a good account of himself, but then the skill yeah. will tell. Yeah. Told by UD would late stoppage. I feel like Richards might even have some of the earlier rounds, mm. but Bivol would make the necessary adjustments and obviously having that championship pedigree, he would then start to take over middle rounds and whatnot. And 
from then it'll be his his fight. But yeah, I, I thought I'm leaning towards a Bib or UD on that one. Yeah. A Bib or UD. But yeah, I'll be cheering on Craig, honestly. Like, you know, I'll be I'll be riding with him for that one. I really would love for him to do it. Um it's, it'd be amazing as well because obviously we've spoken about that division, how stacked that division is domestically. Yeah. He'll be he'll be the first one to get it. And obviously none of us would have predicted that. Obviously, we're all looking at Bwatsi, Johnson and Yard and Arthur and whatnot. And yeah, he's flown under the radar and got a world title just like that. Like, you know how mad that will be. <laughs> yeah, so, crazy. Um, yeah, everyone keeps it. His name will be in everyone's mouth. Then he's the one that people will call that now. Be, yeah, exactly. It'll be him now. So um, yeah, man, I'm really hoping he can do it. I just feel like if I'm being realistic here, put my realistic, you know, boxing thinking brain on. Yeah, that's another bit of a win. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Really looking forward to that one. Um, boom. Let's move on to the fight. I guess that you, for 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 you, is to pick up the fights. Yeah. Natasha Jonas versus Katie Taylor. Um, yeah. Do, 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 do you want to wax lyrical about that one? <laughs> I just think it's gonna be a great fight, man. Every yeah. every fight these these um, girls are winning have been brilliant. Um, we know what Katie Taylor is. Yeah. Amazing. But Natasha Jonas isn't lacking in heart. Isn't lacking in skill. She could fight. And yeah, I think she's going to come to fight. I think this is her moment to shock the world. She's going to try and do it. I don't think she's going to do, do, you, think, <laughs> I was going to say, do you think she can, she's going to shock the world? Do you think she um, do no, I don't think so. Okay. I think even if, she, even if she, not, not because she's incapable of it. Yeah. Um, even if she is capable, I just don't think the judges will give it to her. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Mm. Um, I think Katie Taylor does win, um, but I think it will be a great fight. I think it will be a very good fight. Um, yeah. Katie Taylor doesn't duck action. Natasha Jonas is going to come there to win as well. She's going to come to win. Yeah. And it's just going to make for a brilliant fight. Um, that's why I'm excited for it. Mm. I think it could be fight of the night. Pop, yeah, no, 100% could be fight of the night for sure. Um, as you said, they both don't duck the smoke. <laughs> mm. Um, Katie Taylor loves a tear up sneakily, even though she's super skilled and technical and can fight in the back foot and whatnot. She mm. doesn't shy away from having a gunfight. And Tasha Jonas is aggressive, she comes forward, she's on that as well. So I think that's probably a re- that's, a, that's a really sneaky shout in that being fight of a night. Um, I agree with you there, you know. Um, they, they, fought in the, they fought in the amateurs, was it the Olympics or just? I think it was the Wads. I yeah, think this, I could be wrong, but I think it might I think Kate, Kate Taylor took it then. Yeah, she I, I did. Yeah. yeah. This and this it, sort of been a long time in the making, I guess, isn't it? So Yeah. 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 It was when it, I believe Natasha Jonas took a loss and then she obviously yeah. lost the drew with Terry Harper recently. Yeah. Yeah. That was just, I thought the, she won that. The, the, the one that we thought she got robbed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think I think this is a good fight, man. At the same time, I can see maybe Katie Taylor just Going there and boom, 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 because her hands oh, crazy. Do, do, doing the fast hands thing, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> One of them ones, but um, yeah, I, I believe it will be a good fight, and I'm mm. looking forward to it. No, I fully agree. Um, definitely one, definitely going to be an exciting fight, definitely a firecracker. Um, yeah, I lean towards Katie Taylor in that one. Yeah. Um, just, just the overall skill level is higher. 
um, the level she's competed at better. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to look past Katie Taylor, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very hard to look past her in these fights. She is just that good. Yeah, it's um, not a 50-50, let's put it that way. Nah, not definitely not 50-50, but yeah, Natasha Jonas will bring it and she will bring the heat. Um, so yeah, once again, this it'll be interesting to see how Katie Taylor adapts to fighting someone that's gonna try and put the pressure on her. Because I think that's what Natasha's gonna try and do. Um obviously we saw Katie sort of handle it with the well, handle it or not handle it, depending on what way you want to look at it with pursuing. So um yeah, we'll see how Jonas sort of, you know, does it. Um, but yeah, I think that's a Katie Taylor W there. Um, let's head over to the main event. It's so funny because it's the main event, but none of us think really it's the main event. And both of us have sort of said, yeah, that's a cool fight, but I want this fight kind of thing. Yeah. But let's not cap, man. It's a good fight. Um, yeah. Derek Chisora versus Joseph Parker. It's a nice little heavyweight scrap. Yeah, it's a good fight. Um, <laughs> I think as a headline, it's, it's a lot of people have, how the hell is this? What, pay-per-view headliner? Yeah. That's, 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 that's why we had to set the card. Yeah, that's exactly it. But then when you when that's the headline and people have seen that, what the hell? Because it's being promoted as Parker versus Chizura, people are thinking, what the hell? Yeah. But when you look at the cards, yeah. um, you're in for a good night's boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that's the difference. Yeah. So regarding the headline, I guess it's been, this has sort of been the rumour mill for a long time that, you know, Park and Chizora are going to get it on. Um, ever, ever since Chizora got his last win, no, not his last win, he lost to Usyk, but it was one of them spirited loss kind of thing. So, um, yeah, go on, sorry. I'm trying to think what win, it was after, not after the Taka win, it was um, the Spilka. Spilka, Spilka yeah, yeah, Spilka, Spilka yeah. yeah. That was when sort of we heard that, you know, he, I think he called out Parker. Yeah. And we, yeah, we sort of heard that that might be in the works. Um, obviously, he took that loss to Usyk, which was ex- expected for the most part. So yeah. that, it didn't really dent those hopes. Um, obviously, Parker got his win against Far. Yeah. So, yeah, it was going to happen. Um, yeah, man, Chizora stays getting these big fights, boy. <laughs> Chizora stays out here, man. He, he stays here. Um, no matter how you know, no matter how many times you think he's finished and he's done, he's gonna pull out a big fight out of the bag. Um, for, still, still a big fan favorite. People still support him in the droves. Um, yeah, as you said, he's sort of going through this career renaissance. You know, he's changed his moniker from Del Boy to War. Shacked up, shacked up with David Hay. So got that win against Takam and Spils- Spilka. He didn't look terrible against Usyk. You know, he gave it a good account of himself. So, yeah, yeah man, this is a nice little career renaissance for, for Del Boy, which is nice to see. Um, but once again, this should be, on paper, a step too far for him. Again, Usyk was, yeah. we knew Usyk was going to be. I'm saying the same for Parker. However, I, it's a weird one. I see this as a more winnable fight as opposed to Usyk, you know. For for Chizora. Yeah. I, 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 don't know, I, I see this as more of a winnable fight. I say that because we've questioned this before with Parker. We, we question his killer in the ring. Mm. In a killer. His niceness is a big, is a big, I think it's a big, big um hindrance to him as a fighter, right? And we saw it before Dylan White, you know, 
became a mongrel in there and dogged the hell out of him. Um, Andrew Ruiz took him to deep waters. He kind of struggled. Even Takam. Was it Takam that, you know, that he sort of struggled against as well? Yeah. Early days. Yeah. That was a, yeah, that was a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Parker can be dragged into a bit of a war, which he doesn't really tend to like. And if there's someone that's going to drag you into war, trust me, it's Derek Chisora. <laughs> mm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I see this, even though I feel like Parker should win and he's going to win, Chisora does have a chance here. He really does. Yeah. Especially if he makes it dirty and he drags it to the trenches. Yeah. And, yeah, Parker didn't look too good against Far the last time. No, he didn't. Exactly, he didn't. Yeah, He didn't look too good. So it makes it interesting. I will say this though. If Joseph Parker loses this fight, if he loses Derek Chisora, he's done. Joseph, not even done. <laughs> I'm not going to consider him as a serious heavyweight again. Okay. Yeah, not done as in he's done for boxing, but in my eyes, he's done. There is yeah. no way Joseph Parker should be losing Derek. I'm sorry. And I'm yeah. not trying to cut out Chisora. But look at where Parker's been, bro. Look at where he's been. He's a former world champion. He's fought the best. Let's let's keep it at 100, 100 here, bro. Yeah, he's got to be beating Chisora really and truly. And he's, he's, he's we can't even say he's past it, man. He's he's only what 20, 28, he's like 29, 29, bro. Twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, so he he should he should he's not like past his prime. If anything, he should be looking for the stoppage. <laughs> Big facts. No, he, 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 he needs to be trying to make a better statement than Usyk. That's what he should be trying to do. Trust me. And Parker's screaming that he wants another shot of a title and stuff, that he's back on the heavyweight, you know, the world title trail. You've got, I'm sorry, you've got to stop Chisora then. Or yeah. give a better account of yourself than Alexander Usyk did. Because White went to stop this man. <laughs> it was a struggle, but he stopped him. End yeah. of the day. Um, and, you know, we, we've been questioned, same questions we had about Parker in terms of, is he too nice to be in the ring, etc. Where's his killer instinct? That puts out all these rumours to bed if you're able to stop Chizora, who is a tough, tough cookie and a hard night's work if you're not prepared. And we know what Chizora's going to bring. He's going to be on him, on his chest, firing away those yeah. wide hooks, <laughs> them powerful, wide, powerful hooks. And yeah, man, how is Parker going to deal with it? It is quite an intriguing fight, to be honest. But like I said, Parker really should be showing me something here. Yeah. If, he, if he struggles with Chizora, I think that's when, when you know, obviously, you know, we do our rankings of top heavyweights and stuff. Yeah, we can't really put a, we can't put Parker up there. We can't if he struggles against Chizora. I won't lie. Yeah, he's he's got the tools to beat Chizora. He's got the footwork. He's got the hand speeds. He's got the boxing IQ. Um, it should be a difficult night for Chizora, really and truly. So yeah, um, <laughs> but then you never know. You never know. That's Chizora. Chizora has always been. He's upset the apple cart a few times. Um, he's got he great st- stoppages under his belt. Um, yep. This reformed War Chizora has, has looked good. He's looked good. So <laughs> He really has. He uh, comes in shape now. Yeah. If he wins, then... <laughs> boy. Boy. <laughs> boy. He's going to be in another uh, pay-per-view uh, if he wins. I'll tell you that. Are we are we ready for another Chizora? Yeah, I was going to say, are we ready for this Chizora winning and now he goes for another cha- you know, ex-champion or... Or whatever, man. It's, it's yeah. It's it's very interesting for sure. But yeah, uh, it's it's looking at the card now. I, when it, 
we've gone through the cards and we, we've not predicted yeah. any upsets. <laughs> there could so far, yeah. There could be an upset. It could be at and, least and one. The thing is, it, 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 there's always one normally, isn't there? Yeah, it could be one. Um, uh, yeah, in fact, I'm going to see what the odds are saying on the day. Still, I need to see what the odds are saying yeah. because if it's looking nice for Jazora, I can stuff for Jazora still because he does have a chance here. I do think Parker will win, though. I do think Parker will win. He should have the quality to win. Mm. But yeah, you don't know with Parker. We still don't know what you know what he's on in terms of yeah being a killer. Hopefully, we get we just get a good night of boxing, man. Mm. Uh, it should be definitely. Like... It's, bro, it's it's a wonderful card. Um, so yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be a lovely night of boxing. Yeah. And in fact, almost as if that's it. That's not even it, bro. Yeah. Because then we, we, we're going to head over to America now and we have the return of the destroyer, Andrew Ruiz Jr. He's back. Yeah. Bro, against Chris Ariola. Mm. Bro, shall I tell you what's killing me about this card, yeah? About this fight? What? what is, it, is, it, is it PBC yeah, doing the all-access thing on YouTube <laughs> for this? Yeah, and it's they're trying to make it look like a serious fight. <laughs> yeah, they're really trying to sell this one. They're really trying to sell this. They they've gone for the all access thing with well, Andrew Ruiz and Ariola twenty four seven or whatever, and the way they they're talking about Chris, you know, bigging up Chris Ariola and stuff like he's a serious serious guy. This fight is not serious, man. <laughs> Andrew Ruiz should really be walking through this guy. Should be. Yeah. But you know, you know how the pay per views work in America. It's it's about it, they target they target the audience as opposed to yeah build. It's not about the fight itself. It's about the audience. If yeah. that makes sense, like De La Hoya was fighting on pay per view all the time. Yeah, like, it went against. It wasn't always the biggest fights. Yeah, it was You're sometimes right. after losses. He was just a face of pay per view because they know they have the Mexican audience. Stick to Mexican heritage fighters in there. Mexican heritage, that's funny. Oh, that's they both. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, it's true. No, it's true. Stick them together, and they know that they're gonna. Yeah, it's so true. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Andy Ruiz. So. I am as well. I really am. He's in shape now. He's working with the best trainer in the world right now. Yep. Safe to say. Let's let's not let's 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 not stand on ceremony there. Eddie Reynoso is probably the best trainer in the world right now. Um, he says he's motivated again. The, the chains have come off. <laughs> he's taking off the chains and the bust downs now. The bust so down. The bust down of the chains have come off. So that tells me he's serious again. <laughs> oh, AJ oh. pay for them chains. Boy, the way he my bad went straight to the jeweler. I, I respect it, bro. I respect it. But that AJ bag. <laughs> Boy, go bust down that AP, bro. Starting shimmery. Do your tics. <laughs> yeah. So the chains and that are off. Man's in shape. In really good shape as well. Um, yeah, uh, in shape Andrew Ruiz on paper should be should be should be, dev- should be super devastating. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to be harsh, but Chris Ariola is is a bit of a bum. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a no brainer for me. Um, he's past it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, he's, he's definitely past, past it. it. He definitely is past it. He's like forty now, right? Yeah, he's old. He's old. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. Um, yeah, nice little yeah, Mexico versus Mexico battle. But we should be seeing Andy Ruiz walk through Chris Ariola, make short work of him. Um, Does Andy Ruiz speak Mexican or speak Spanish? Mexican, Mexican, speak Mexican. <laughs> flows, bro. Come on, flows. Oh, um, yeah, he does. He's fl- yeah, he does. Okay, oh, yeah. I'd like to hear a bit of. I'm feeling for the Spanish. <laughs> Connor Ben. I don't know Ariola does. 
Yeah, I heard yeah. he speaks it. I've yeah, heard him speak. Yeah, they both speak Spanish still. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm back and forth. I, yeah, I, I guess my eyes be clean. My eyes be keen, keenly on Ruiz to see him and see what he's on, um, and just judge the performance from that. Like, you know, to see obviously, I assume he's gonna inherit some of the you know Eddie Reynoso hallmarks, shall we say? Mm. Sort of you know, out jabbing your opponent, the body work. That's you know that's. That's what we get from Eddie Reynoso's sort of fighters. So, you yeah. know, I expect, I expect to see that. Um, so, yes, it should be a nice little stepping stone, a nice little comeback fight um, just to get the ball rolling again. And, yeah, we'll see what shape he is. he's in boxing-wise. Um, but, yeah, I'm expecting nothing more than an Andrew Reece stoppage in that one. What about you? Yeah, same. Same, yeah, cool. Uh, leave it at that. Yeah, leave it at that. That's that. But um, speaking of Andy Reynoso, since we're here... Um, Another one is fighters. I quickly want to touch upon. Um, yeah, he is an Eddie Reynoso fighter. Yeah, he is. Um, he doesn't speak Spanish, though, does he? I don't think he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> if we're talking about the same person, yeah. Ryan Garcia. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't speak Spanish. Yeah. So we touched upon it last week that obviously he's got an opponent um, that's not any of the or any of the uh, any of the guys that you want to see him fight. Um, spoke about it last week. But a few days later, I think it was a few days later, um, you know, we see a post from him that, you know, he's pulled out of the fight, mm. citing health reasons, I believe it was, mental health, what we you know, mental health Yeah, health, I don't think he, did he mention mental health? He said health no. and well-being. Yeah, I, think I, think I read the post and I think it implied that yeah, it's to do with mental health and stuff like that, yeah. um, that mentally he's not right right now. Um, so he's had to pull out of the fight. Um Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm going to say fair enough because if you feel like you're not in that space mentally to fight, I think the last thing you want to go with, as a as a fighter, the last thing you want you want to do is go into the ring where you're mentally not even there. Yeah, it, I think it can be very dangerous. Um, even just going into camp, even yeah, just doing the training. Exactly. Camp. Yeah. If if your mental is not right and you're just not there, then fair enough. You know, take the time you need, take the time off that you need and stuff. Um, so yeah, fair enough. I, you know, I've, I've got nothing to slate here. You know, mental, you know, your health and your health and well being is, is the most important thing as a fighter. Yeah, I mean, you go into you, this is a sport where you endanger your life each time you step into the ring. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, if he feels like he's not right, then fair play to him. Hopefully, you know, he takes the time off that he needs to recover. Um, and I think it's something that you're seeing, we're seeing more and more in the sport, in it, the sort of just shine a light on mental health for boxers and whatnot. You know, it's, I think it's becoming more and more apparent. And I think it's, it's something Society should, in general. Yeah, society, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, yeah, you're right, society in general. And it's something we do need to see more of, I think. Um, I don't know if we touched upon it before, just in terms of like, I think we have, just briefly, obviously boxers that you know, struggle with mental health. Tyson Fury was one. Um, just see more, me and seeing more boxes, I guess, shine a light on it and being a spokesperson for it because, yeah, man, it's a lot, man. And this, 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 this is a dangerous sport. And yeah, people, I think people forget that, you know, it's not just your physical being affected, but your mental as well. So they've all both, they both got to be in tune. So, um, fair play to Ryan Garcia for sort of taking that time out. And, um, yeah, hopefully he gets the help that he needs. Yeah, like you say, it's a mentally draining sport, man. Um, you want to go into a fight injured, 
like physically injured. So yeah, you want to be as close to 100% as possible. And yeah, yeah I, I, I can't criticise Ryan Garcia for this. I, 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 yeah. I hope no one does really, because yeah. if he's come out and said that, then when, when not Piers Morgan, <laughs> he's going <laughs> to start saying, I don't believe him. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully he, he sorts out what he needs to sort out. And it's the same with a lot of fighters. Like when we talk, talk about Anthony Yard, like we mentioned before, he lost three people in a year. And yep. um, you can only imagine what I was going. Tony like Harrison the, the other day. Um, stepped into the ring about his, his dad's his trainer. His dad died. Yeah. He stepped into the ring about him. Like it's, yeah, man, it's a, it's a lot, man. It's a lot to deal with. Exactly. You don't know, these fight, fighters must bottle it up and it, you, yeah. you don't know how it affects them. You, you, like they might have a bad performance, they won't blame it on that. But um, you never know, you never know. So ho- hopefully Ryan Garcia sorts, takes the time he needs, sorts what he needs to sort out, and we we see him back in the ring. And yeah. I'll, I'll tell you who I feel sorry for as well, for Tuna. He's had bad luck, you know. Oh really? Remember, he was meant to fight Luke Campbell last year when COVID kicked off. That got cancelled. Oh yeah. Then he was yeah. meant to fight Lenares, and Lenares tested positive. So that got cancelled. Oh, and now this. Peak. So he's had a bad run. Peak. Damn. Get that man a fight, man. I heard Jake Paul's looking for opponents. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh. I, I, I forgot. Fair. Yeah. That's three fights and that's long. That is long. Yeah. How many tough. camps? Oh, that's tough. Mm. And he's, he's, you know, he's, that's, that's, that's his money right there. Three, that's three paydays. Yeah. Kind of flopped. Mm. And that Ryan Garcia bag would be nice. Coming like the unfortunate boogeyman of the division. Everything's <laughs> Hopefully he gets a fight soon, man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fair enough. But boy, we 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 unpacked a lot with that one, man. Let's let's call it a day. Um, it's been a yeah, it's been a very, very eventful episode. Spoke at length for a lot of topics. Let's leave it there. Yeah, this has been episode 35 of the Strap Season podcast. Once again, I'll bring your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And yeah, please get us up, you know, hit us up on the socials and the, and the platforms. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>